Welcome to True and On Season 2, The McAfee Files. McAfee? Yeah. Oh my God. Is it going to be a whole episode of you not knowing how to say McAfee? I don't like to pronounce people's name. You can just say however you you want. No, you, no, it's John McAfee. It's John McAfee. People say his name all the time. How do you say McAfee? What did you say? McAfee? It's not even. How's How's it spelled? Liz, how's it spelled? Liz, can it's you spell McAfee. It for me? No, no, but I'm not asking you how you pronounce how what your what your subjective opinion on the pronunciation is. I'm asking you how it's spelled. You know how it's spelled: M C A F E E, McAfee. Oh, so Maca- it's M A C. Yeah, it's, it's M A C A F E E. It's M A C A A F E. No. Oh no, so it's M C. Yeah. Okay, so so McAfee. So, yeah, so Mac- McDonald's. Uh, uh, McDonald's. Yeah, Mac. I'm trying to think of other Irish Mac- names. McAfee. No, it's not. It's okay. Then Liz, you have to start saying McDonald's. I don't have to do anything. Uh, uh, yes, you do, dude. There are rules. No. You can only pronounce There's things no, one way. Yeah, here's th- no. What are you talking about? I, You're just making up shit. That's not true. Can we I, just start the fucking show? So, so now that Liz is done being a bitch, welcome to season two of True Anon, where we are delving into the. Uh, sorry, I'm really trying to muster up the energy to care about this. The, the McAfee, <laughs> the John McAfee murder that Saga. was done by the government. Yeah. Over uh, I, the, the some kind of Bitcoin thing. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I'm not happy about doing this I don't want to do this. This is, it, you know. The people have been asking for it. Yeah. Have but you the, noticed? All these yeah. people. When are you going to do it? Oh, special. Someone was like, emergency pod about John McAfee. It's like, no. Yeah. Who? What? Why do you care about this old guy? Who is this guy? John McAfee. I don't care. Here's I don't the thing. I, I, 75 year olds die all the time, right? No. In fact, I've been publishing scientific papers saying that nobody should live past the age of 75. Here's the thing. Neither of us want to do this, but guess what? We are. Mm-hmm. As we a are. favor to you. As a favor. <laughs> Never forget this. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, my name is Brace. I'm Liz. We are, of course, joined by our producer, Young Chomsky. This is your podcast that you're listening to. True Non 2. <laughs> no, not True Non 2. <laughs> uh, Although I, I do think that this would be a very funny pivot for us. If we would just like, so like, we just fucking, we're like, okay, he died in prison. We're like, really got to like come up with new content. Like he obviously <laughs> wasn't murdered, but like, and like the CIA we like wasn't after him. to talk to the separatists in Catalan to yeah. get to the bottom of this yeah uh liz i i actually there's some problems with that because the last time i had to like speak to a bunch of people with a lisp everyone got really <laughs> fucking mad at me and the catalan like the way they talk in barcelona i'm not so sure that's a really safe place for us to so go so if you guys have not figured it out already 
it would mean that you're really not paying attention because we already said what the episode is about. Several we are times. talking about the death, the life and not tragic death of John McAfee, who's fucking awful. Liz hates this guy. Oh my God. I hate him. He's a psychopath. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. like, he's, he's a like a really, or was, thank God. Uh, like, really disgusting, disgusting person. Plus, he's a fucking coin shiller. I've listened to a lot of mm. coin podcasts about McAfee. Yeah. And it, it's... Shit they, coins. Yeah, he's a, he's a big shiller. And so I'm not really... It's yeah. amazing that so many people can be like, oh, I don't know how I lost all my money in these shit coins. It's like, they're called shit coins. Like, yeah. really? You didn't realize that maybe this was a bad idea? Uh, actually, it's like, the thing is, the shit coin economy is kind of genius because... You just have to start. If you lose all your money on shitcoin, just start a shitcoin. Oh, yeah. You can just keep it going. Rip people off. Yeah. yeah. John McAfee died in uh, the last member of the Abraham Lincoln Brigade has perished in Barcelona. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if he died in Barcelona. It, I don't think it was. No, no, no. It, no, it wasn't. I saw a picture of the jail. Looks like shit. Not a not a high security looking joint. Looks like a fucking no. storefront. Uh, but but McAfee is is dead. Yeah, he's dead. He died in Spanish like you said, Spanish prison cell, last week, June 23rd, um, he was there for a long time. Mm-hmm. For a while. In that cell. He was awaiting extradition to the U.S., which uh, they had just approved and had just gone through the, the night before his tragic death. Not mm-hmm. tragic death. Uh, it was on tax evasion charges, among other things, but really it was the ta- tax evasion ones. No, Liz, you don't understand. The CIA and the FBI really? were after him. Well, I'm sure the FBI was after him to some degree, but... Yeah, the tax evasion unit. I mean, immediately after he died, of course, it was this big news on the internet. Everyone's like, oh man, this other guy who uses the internet a lot is dead. Like, that could have been me, bro. Uh, and then his fucking Instagram account posts a cue. Uh, which also it got, uh, I think they deleted the account after or not deleted, like Instagram took down the account after because of that, which is bullshit. Uh, and you know, immediately a bunch of rumors sprung up, but that were mostly, I mean, the, the ones you really sort of saw, like pushed out into the mainstream were so vague as to be meaningless. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a bunch of stuff that popped up on 4chan. I will say the stuff that about his Instagram account posting a bunch of stuff, so it was the big Q, right? Yeah. Like you said. And then all of these people found that there were, there was actually like hexadecimal, hexadecimal, like uh, stuff hidden in the image, mm-hmm. which were representations for like a private key to his, what they said was McAfee's Ethereum wallet. Oh, God. This whole thing then started this like rabbit hole. So there was like three encryption keys found by this user named Truth Hammer. Mm-hmm. Which I do, I lo- I do like that. It's detail. actually the Black Hammer's um, like tech wing. <laughs> yeah, um, and they were like they linked those codes, those encryption keys, like to uh, ones found in McAfee's like crypto logs. <sighs> this whole thing is a mess. I don't totally. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna be honest. I don't totally understand all this crap. I am gonna lie. I do. <laughs> <laughs> this dude so he had i mean he had this like token that he was shilling like you mm-hmm. said called whacked yeah so he's sh- he dies shilling a coin yeah and so like also this is another annoying thing that coin mm-hmm. jumped like massively mm-hmm. like almost 800 percent after his death and 
sources are saying that one of the people who has the biggest wallets filled with whack mm. is a 23-year-old Barcelonian citizen with those t- pants that are really tied at the bottom but have a giant crotch. <laughs> And there have rips all over Made them. Made by Replay, which is a store that no one has ever heard of, but is like apparently everywhere in Europe. Replay? I'm just saying. I, you know, I grew up on this whole thing. It's like, Europeans are so fashionable, and they're so cultured, and yeah. they're so like, well. And then Love I, to distress. They'll distress anything. I look at a European, yeah, horrible. Mm. Horrible. They're, it's yeah. all these crazy looking insanely tight jeans these like motorcycle jackets with giant shoulders yeah all of them not leather they're all faux leather they're all fake leather they've got these like horrible awful tennis pockets everywhere there's just pockets everywhere and every car in europe looks like a smart car even if it's big it looks like one of those little smart cars. big pockets tiny cars Mm -hmm. and just these giant crotches on tight pants i don't understand what's going on yeah the urban ninja i would kill myself too if i was stuck in stuck in Europe. and then you go to berlin and it's like oh my god i know well i was there as a 22 year old female art student and honestly i had the time (laughs) of my life uh but it wasn't okay wait but back to this so it wasn't just the instagram post that comes up then this like website comes up that is like showcasing the whacked token uh-huh. and it's got like a huge photo of mcphee and it's at britbonglogpost.com mm-hmm. i'm a I'll frequent frequent user of that site <laughs> well it's been taken down but it had this like countdown and it said like countdown to boom 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 mcphee's contingency plan and it had this like fake countdown timer that it seemed like was counting down about like 28 days but then this whole thing the site got taken down, so we don't really know. But anyway, also all of these like conspiracy theories start popping up on uh, like 4chan on poll and get passed around on Twitter by the usual kind of suspects like Pasobiec and those types. Mm-hmm. And it's like so fucking annoying because they're like, oh, look, he's got a wallet. It's named Epstein. Oh, we found all these old tweets of him where he says, oh, like if I'm arrested or disappear, 31 terabytes of incriminating data will be released. Like somehow rumors just start like, moving all over the internet that he has a dead man switch, which is going to release like, like a tranche of documents, documents implicating like the highest echelons of us power. And basically people then saying like from that, then saying that, Oh, he's got Epstein's black blackmail, like videos and photos uh, uh-huh. and his tranches. And it's, it's no, he's lying. It's not true. None it's of it's all true. Fake. It's, it's all none of it's fake. true. This, I, yeah. I mean, maybe something will get released in 28 days. But if if McAfee had this blackmail on the U.S. government, obviously it wasn't very good because he's dead now. And he also was getting extradited. Mm. And the thing is, like, I, I think there was a lot of people sort of like, I mean, you know, there's the obvious parallels. Both of these guys die in prison cells awaiting, you know, charges from, from the government. The thing is, though, McAfee really liked to make it seem like he was being hunted down for mm. the CIA reasons and because of some sort of political thing. When it, 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 From what I can understand, it seems like John McAfee just made a ton of money shilling shit coins mm. in the past several years. I mean, he was charging something like 100K a tweet, you know, like he was really like yeah, yeah, yeah. pumping a lot of these. He got some fucking tattoo or some shit on his back and he made a lot of money. I'm putting... Probably emboldened. unrealized gains. Yeah, we'll let's just call it 
a non-liquid type money. Um, and uh, and it looks like the SEC was trying to tax him for it. He also killed a guy. Well, he killed multiple guys. And so yeah. that would probably also maybe make the government look for him a little harder, too. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like McAfee... McAfee, whatever you want to call him. You see that save there? Uh, McAfee is, uh, he is like Epstein in, in two ways. You know, one, like he killed himself. And the other is that like uh, he's a rapist and he likes teenage girls. Mm. So, I, th- I mean, the reason we're doing an episode on this guy and not just being like, uh, you know, he died, who cares, is I think uh, he's a pretty interesting character in not a... Uh, not in necessarily the way he would want you to think. Um, mm-hmm. He is a uh, he is a prolific bullshitter who, even though I mean, you know, all credit to him, he did say this himself that he is a bullshitter. People who might have thought of themselves slick enough to not get caught up in it still got caught up in it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because it's like every there's sort of like different phases of his life that we'll go through, and at each step, like the media goes from like being completely in love with him to then like exposing him. Oh, look, he's a total fraud, blah, blah, blah. To then like being totally in love with him again. And they get kind of caught up in it. McAfee the whole time is like, at least, you know, from what I can tell, is like completely and totally like, uh, you know, playing his tune and mm-hmm. all these people are following along. Like, it's just, a. I want to say it's impressive, but like I... But really, like the more and more I looked into this guy, the more and more I like viscerally, viscerally hated him. Yeah, like I'm I, fucking happy that he's dead. He's a fucking piece of shit, awful, awful person. And I really, really hate anyone like kind of like glorifying him as some kind of like um like anti-government truth teller, like whatever. Like he's a fucking Drug addict, scam artist, rapist. I fucking hate this guy. Hundred percent. Also, again, killed killed several people. Like that. That's the thing. Is like I think a lot of people uh, really like entertained uh, McAfee. You know, and he sort of did the podcast circuit, and he did uh, really hard, and then eventually transitioned to doing a lot of crypto podcasts. And you know, it was like on. I think there was like an Adult Swim on thing on him. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But like. I mean, he like murdered uh, two guys in, in Belize, and like yeah. he raped a woman. You know, he's yeah. he's a he's a he's an actual you know piece of shit. Um, yeah. You know, fucked ton of teenage prostitutes, uh, which he was very careful about saying they were they were of legal age. Of course, the legal age in Belize is sixteen. So, uh, um, but uh, but yeah, not not a, not a good guy. And it seems like. He's kind of been a piece of shit his whole life. I mean, he is the antivirus guy, right? <laughs> like he's no, have you ever, do you, have you, you've never had it. You're, you're, again, I, I don't want to sound like a weirdo here or nothing, but you're a female type person. Um, you've used Apple computers your whole life. Uh, no, I had PCs when I was growing up. Did you but have But then at some point McAfee? I got a Mac, which was like, cool. We had, um, I definitely would use my dad's PC. Mm-hmm. PCs are very like dad things yeah um i would use my dad's pc to play mist uh-huh oh wow <laughs> and also watch him play doom but it, i was too little for that yeah yeah um so I, you know i know my way around a pc i'll put it that way but i will say this 
My understanding about the antivirus thing is like, isn't the real virus the antivirus? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, uh, the the thing is with 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 antivirus software is they take up like most of your computer's processing power. <laughs> so it's like Liz, you know how you're always like, oh, I hate using Google fucking Chrome because it makes all like my. It is everything. killing my computer. Exactly, by the way. it's killing your computer. It's fucking. I hate Google. Imagine. If Google Chrome also gave you a ton of pop-ups telling you that you're unregistered uh, and also took up more processing power. I mean, I had to installing any kind of antivirus software that like comes with your computer or any of those like pay, the big ones, Norton, McAfee, any of that crap um, is really difficult. And like it'll keep getting these pop-ups. They won't fully uninstall like it itself like mimics what a virus does, which is mm. oftentimes slow down your computer. Uh, and it is just a total, the other thing too, is like computer viruses aren't real. Really? No, I just made that up there. Oh, <laughs> I have a ton of them on my computer, but it's, I actually did have one on my old computer that, uh, I couldn't figure out what it was doing. And I got it right before I stopped using that computer because the thing was dying anyways, but it, it, it made permanently like the search bar on, uh, on any sort of internet I used, uh, Yahoo search. That's oh all. God. That's all I could tell that it did, and yeah. I, I did all the steps to uninstall it, and then it just came back, and so I could only search in Yahoo. Uh, forever. I remember that. That was yeah. really bad. Well, yeah. you could go to another website. I could go to another website, but if I typed in anything in the search bar, it would just search on Yahoo. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, um, but I mean, he is the he is the so called inventor of that software, although that has been many, many, many decades. But it mimics him in a lot of ways. It's bullshit it doesn't work and uh it essentially functions as a parasite in polite society yeah well before we get to the antivirus stuff because that is a big chapter of his life let's talk a little bit about who he was before that so like but he grew up in Roanoke. Um, he at Roanoke, Virginia. Mm. Uh, I think he was born in England, and there was like he said something funny. I feel as much British as I do American. In fact, there's not much difference between our two countries. Well, I mean, they're kind of like our little brother. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a big difference between the two. But uh, his dad was drunk, uh, mm. and actually, and shot himself when he was 15. It seemed. I mean, I think that really, really scarred McPhee. He started drinking himself very heavily in college. Um, and also doing a, a lot of drugs, which will appear many, many times in his life. He says that during this time, he supported himself selling <laughs> magazine subscriptions door to door, which, um, you know, that definitely used to be a thing. I actually remember when people would come and sell. Did that ever happen to you? Would you get those? Uh, yeah yes it did um i well no it didn't no we were supposed to do that at my fucking elementary school we were supposed to sell magazine subscriptions oh, really yeah but i and you got like some kind of prize but you got no Schools money were always sending kids out to do shit like that it's very weird who was making money off of that well he like made a lot of money because he basically lied to people and said they got free subscriptions okay <laughs> this is what he All did right, that's baller he like is this is man mind of a scammer. So he would like go to people's doors and be like, "Oh, hi Linda, 
Nice to meet you. Did you know, Linda, that you actually, you won a subscription? Oh, wow. It's just... (laughs) I know you were trying to do like a back and forth here, but I'll be Linda. let's go with it. No, so it's like totally free. The only thing is, is that there's just some like shipping and handling fees. Oh, that can't be much. It's just a little magazine. Yeah. So, oops, sign right here on the line and now it's yours. And so he basically like sign Uh, up. My husband, my my husband actually doesn't let me, doesn't let me read and write. I have a a bank account there, Mr. (laughs) McAfee. Uh, Do you mind if uh, my 11 year old son here signs with an X? I'm so afraid of signing my own name here. My husband, he keeps me in constant fear of the weapons he gives me with the cane switch that he has. I hate it. I hate it so much. He just makes he makes me he makes me holler like a hit dog, even though that's a phrase one would generally use to say that somebody is uh, doth protested too much, I am saying that in the way that I holler when my husband hits me. But absolutely, I will uh, uh, finish this sentence. You can keep going. <laughs> anyway, so that's how we got people to sign up for all these magazine subscriptions. That's a good uh, idea. Yeah, totally fake. Um, he says that he's like, in fact, I was explaining to them why it's not free and why they're going to have to pay for it. So. It totally worked. Like, mm. that's how you basically... By the way, this is also a lot of the same logic that you try to use on me. Like, me as in Brace? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? McAfee says during this time that he... This is when he learned that confidence is king. He also says that he made a fortune doing this, which, like, I f- really don't believe. I, well, I remember telling him confidence is king when he sold me my subscription. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and he he I, all right. Yeah, he says he made a ton of money doing this. I, I'm sure if you sold like a bunch of magazine subscriptions at like every house, you're still not making a ton of money. But then again, it was like the '60s, I think, right? So he just likes to say that he's always talking about how much money he's making or doesn't um, have. Yeah, I, I, allegedly he spent all the money on booze, um, which many such stories. He says he at this point he graduates from Northeast Louisiana State College with a PhD, which. Okay. Oh, he is a down there counting them gumbo. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, they terminated. They took back his PhD because uh it came out that he was like sleeping with one of the students he was mentoring. Uh-huh. So, that's another thing that pops up a lot in his life. Assault. Wait. Uh wait. You can get your PhD revoked for that? <laughs> um, can we pause this for a sec? Yeah. No, I'm I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> We don't actually have to pause this for some. I'll make oh, the I call after. I thought you were doing for real. No, 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 no. I just, I did that. You don't have a PhD. And I've never slept with a girl, too. Only the fellas. So he ends up marrying the girl, though. He makes an honest woman out of her. And, he, you know, the guy, you got to give him this. He is smart, Right. Like, I mean, he's smart in the way that he's like a good talker, but he does get like a series of, you know, what you would term good jobs. I mean, he goes to work at NASA and it's actually funny. I listened to an interview uh, with like kind of a like little bit of a conspiracy podcast with them. And the guy keeps bringing that up and being like, but like the moon fanny landing could have been fake. Right. And like McAfee immediately shuts that down every single really? time. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, it was totally real. And the guy was like, well, the Nixon phone call. To Maybe him. he does have CIA connections then. Uh, he also works at a place called Siemens. Pause. 
Univac, 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 uh, Xerox, and I think he works at Booz Allen. Uh, a lot who, of contractors, a lot know, of big employers. But people give Booz Allen a lot of shit, but they've given us a ton of advice on how to make this podcast <laughs> successful. Uh, and he, like he, he was. Get, I mean, again, think of the time period: late sixties, seventies. I mean, the guy is getting fucked up all the fucking time. Like, I mean. But, like, he's not just... So he's, like, kind of goes along with the themes of the decades. Mm -hmm. So in the late 60s, early 70s, he's, like, super into acid. Yeah. Doing a shit ton of acid. Then he discovers DMT, Mm -hmm. which he does a shit ton of. He says it fries his brain, and it loses him a job, I think. Yeah, it's I think doing railroad schedules in St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) Then he starts doing a shit ton of coke. All right, right on. (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah, we used to just do it on the desks. Like, it's very, like, 80s. Um, and he just gets like totally fucked up during what it seems like that whole decade up until he like found McAfee virus or whatever it's called. Yeah. I mean, and the, the way he, the McAfee virus, uh, here's the, he th- it's actually, Mc- it's actually McAfee antivirus. Uh, oh, here's yeah. the thing is that I love saying, here's the thing, but because there's a lot of things in here, uh, he gets into the whole virus scamdemic. Because it is one. There is no yeah. such thing as... I, this whole thing is the real pandemic. Because, all right, riddle me fucking this, baby doll. If How come Max can't get viruses then? Well, because they're better. But they're not. They're just computers for girls. Mm, no, they're better. No, it's like how this they make like pink This is like a weird thing. This is like one of your weird things. I don't I, get this. I, I don't like the way that the, everything's round on them. Mm. Uh, he read about something called the Pakistani brain virus, which sounds okay. both scary and very racist. Well, also, it's not called the Pakistani brain virus. You just it's wrote not? that in the notes. It's just called the brain virus. Really? I kept <laughs> yes. reading it was called the Pakistani brain virus. I think it's just called the brain he virus. He called it that. He called it. Well, he seems like, a, you know, a total racist. Well, if he can say it, how come I can't? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you why, Liz, because it's just called the brain virus. And listen, I've gotten a lot of viruses from a lot of brain in my life. Much of those could have been solved with one or two quick visits to the doctor. This thing, though, a lot of people did not exactly. <laughs> this, little, this little virus was invented by a couple of brothers uh, mm. who made some kind of dialysis. I'm not here to give you a history on fucking viruses. There was a fucking computer virus by some goddamn dialysis guys in fucking Pakistan. And you had to call them if you got the virus because it leapt off the floppy disk, meaning they fucking released it on purpose, and started infecting like regular non-dialysis. Pakistani lab leak. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, you had to call these fucking guys and be like, yo, can you get this shit off of my fucking PC? I want to play Flappy Bird. And then they would do it. But but he gets this virus. John does. Yeah. He goes, I can solve this shit. And he solves it in like, he figures it out in like a day and a half. Yeah. Because he's doing all that coke. Exactly. You can, do a, like a, you can do a lot when you're on that much cocaine. I, that's the thing a lot of people don't understand. It's like the reason that coke is illegal is because it makes you smarter. McAfee Associates. That's what it's called. I knew yeah. I had it somewhere. Yeah, he had this, like, Winnebago that he would drive around San Jose, and, like, whenever anyone got a computer program, he would, like, show up and be like, oh, I got it. I'm going to look at, like, and, like, install this fucking program on these people's computers, and then they could never get rid of it. The man's a bug chaser. 
Yeah, he absolutely is. He also published a book called Computer Viruses, Worms, Data Diddlers, Killer Programs, and Other Threats to Your System. Data Diddlers? That's awful. That's awful. I can, like, see I it. I have no idea what the book looks like, but I can, like, see it in my head of the, as the, like, hardcover at Goodwill, you know, mm-hmm. where it's that like, yeah, title, yeah. and he's, like, standing there, like, you know, in front of a bookcase or in front of a supercomputer. But... Well, I mean, this is the time when people are like, really, I mean, home computers are starting to become uh, more popular and thus the average sick American whose brain is poisoned from processed food and uh, high fructose corn syrup is like, oh, there's going to be computer viruses fake all over my computer. And McAfee realizes this because the man's a marketer. He also hears about a little virus from, I think, either discovered or invented by a guy in Australia called Michelangelo. And he starts going on every fucking news program. He's like, viruses are coming for your computer. Yeah. Uh, we he just was need- like the Dr. Fauci of 1992 for mm-hmm. computer viruses. 100%. And he's like, this is going to be, this is going to destroy everybody's computer. Yeah. This is going to take over the grid. And guess and what Dan happens? Rather, Dan Rather's like, oh no, my, our yeah. grid, everyone's oh. going to die. And it's like everywhere. The, yeah, the thing is, grid, it's, grids are fake, dude. That's like <laughs> not how power works. It goes just through individual lines. What? Like, well, you know, I'm talking about like the power grid, so-called power grid hacks. You can't hack power grid, dude. Electricity isn't like on the internet that's like not how it works it's in the power line <laughs> so unless so they his, that out. so look mcafee but antivirus associates mm-hmm. whatever it's called sales go through the roof through the roof i mean it goes fucking uh, it, it <laughs> i don't know why i repeated what you just said there but it destroys shingles are flying everywhere I mean, this is, it's, it's going crazy. And he, it makes a fucking ton of money. Cause he's like the only fucking motherfucker doing this. Yeah. 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 He, uh, I think right after he like debuts on the NASDAQ and suddenly the company's worth like 80 million. They also have sex parties there. What? Yeah. So like, you know, like a party you go to? No, no. But I mean, what do you mean? They, who? Uh, John McAfee. Oh, he, and, oh, oh, everybody who works like at the company, by the way, is like his cousin. He just hires mm-hmm. like entirely his family. But they start having like fuck parties, and it's it's from what I've read, it's kind of similar to the Matt Gates like uh, point scoring for getting laid kind of thing too. Mm, oh God. Yeah, exactly. So you know what kind of what kind of guy we're dealing with. But he does make a good decision in 1994. He fucking sells this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was smart. Uh, he makes a. What's a com- I don't. It's unclear confusing. how much money he makes. <laughs> yes, confusing. Uh, some people have said that it's like the company gets sold for seven billion. He makes like ten million. Other people have said he makes a hundred million. He himself says multiple different figures at multiple different times during his life. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna split the difference and say that he he made forty million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why not? What people don't really get a lot of the time about the truth is it's always exactly in the middle of two lives. So after he, okay, so after he sells this company, makes a ton of money, and then he's Mm -hmm. like, on to the next scam, he 
starts a bunch of different companies. There's like one, like, you know, it's 1994, 1995. Everyone's like making their own instant messaging things, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of those kinds of things. Uh, there's another one that was like a firewall provider company. I think he sells these. He makes a decent amount of money. Then he makes, he, he buys up a ranch. Yes. He buys up a ranch to get into trike flying. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, I had to look up what this was because I don't know anything about this kind of outdoorsy, rich person kind of crap. This is like low-flying engine-powered cabins that are suspended from hang gliders. Mm-hmm. Um, their their website is actually, of the company, is still up, which I will get to their name in one second. But they called it 1920-style aviation with 21st century technology. Uh, well, uh, the thing about... 1920s style aviation that I've always I was talking to you about this earlier. Uh, I don't my advice to our listeners here: spend as much as much energy as you can in not flying in 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 helicopters. Mm, absolutely, never fly in a helicopter. Never fly in a helicopter Ever. and never fly in like a prop plane or a prop plane mm. type thing. I think that's very very. You know what? If all our podcast manages to do is prevent more and more people from stepping into a helicopter and or a prop plane, I will feel like we've done a great job. We've saved lives. I people, literally believe that. I, yeah. Helicopters are not safe. Look up helicopter crash statistics. Not great, people. Not great. Not great whatsoever. So I, I read at one point, too, he like kind of wanted to joust with these as well. But he, he, he thinks this is going to be like the big hit. Like he's he's like this is I I hit on the money with virus the so called virus pandemic yeah and now everyone's gonna want to fly these weird fucked up things and die in them he created the sickness now he's gonna monetize the cure yeah and Liz what what did he call his little outfit here oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is actually called arrow tricking but the company mm-hmm. the company is called. The Sky Gypsies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and here, and 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 with Mc, McAfee here too is is, you know, he isn't a guy that really likes the limits of your modern world, man. Like he is like, who's the the gay guy that rode on the road, got really fat in, into like Reagan? Come on, man. It's, uh, what is his name? I'm not doing a bit. I can't remember. Oh, you can't remember? Kerouac? Yeah. Kerouac, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the Kerouac interviews where he's like super fat living in his mom's basement? He's like going on like daytime TV to talk about how much <laughs> oh, he's like. Yeah, no. he became like a big Republican. I'm a girl. I never got into that. He's the PC of writers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I read part of it and then I read Big Sur. Big Sur is the most boring book now, ever. Now that sounds like a girl's book. It's a book about a guy being bored. Well, there's a lot of that. Not interested. Much better. What's that? Confederate General Big Sur of the Big Sur type novels. Much mm. better novel. Yeah. Uh, um. So yeah, he he's like he's like, oh, this is gonna be everyone's gonna be loving to arrow trek with my sky gypsies. Look, this is two thousand two. Now, brace. Are you familiar with a place or a concept or really a say a mode of expression called Burning Man? Yes. Uh, in f- yes, dude. Have you ever seen the video of the guy running into the Burning Man and dying? No. Oh. Why no. would I watch that? 
I don't so know. So he just died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you do that? Well, obviously he was on drugs. It's none of my business. But yeah, I'm familiar with Burning Man. I, I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm into that shit. Okay, so I will say that this is very, very Burning Man. Oh, like, yeah. so the whole ranch has like all these like vintage trailers mm-hmm. and like old movie sets and like you know you can just see it like huge like blown out like um you know old signs from stores that they yeah. huge letters with the, you know like the oh my god the like las vegas like uh yeah. lot or whatever where they have all the like decommissioned casino stuff Well, because remember 2002 too is we are transitioning from the age of uh, burning uh, into burning man because you know, we're, we're going into that age. It's the, it's the brave new frontier, but we're also leaving behind something that was really important to me in the nineties, which was the swing revival, which was a heavily Las Vegas influenced type sure. of, it was really honestly, well, was taking, it was a movement. It was the it, new civil rights movement. It was from the swing revival, which was from the city centers mm-hmm. moving out into the rural, the deserts mm-hmm. of Nevada away from the strip mm-hmm. to burning man. Yeah, the countryside surrounds the city. So yeah, he was. This was a total Burning Man type fucking bullshit thing. Yeah. Uh, also killed two guys. Yeah. So you mentioned how a bunch of his uh, family members worked for him. That was also the case with Sky Gypsies, where he actually employed his nephew. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his nephew who ended up dying. <laughs> yes, uh, his nephew. I he would he crashed the little arrow trekker thing into a I believe the side of a hill. Yeah, so I, you know what, I looked into this and I read too much on it and I'm not going to get into it. But apparently, I guess in that area, you know, where there's like canyons and stuff, there's like an area where like the canyon, there'll be like a steep drop down Mm -hmm. and it's real narrow. And they kind of call it like, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a little like box of death. Maybe they call it that. It's like the most dangerous, the most dangerous flight. But um, this dude, this nephew who also like, was basically operating illegally as a flight instructor. Yes. Um, because he didn't have a license, but just like a certificate. He basically was flying with this, like what seems to be by all, like, you know, by all the things that I've read, seems to be a very, very sweet, gentle old man who mm-hmm. had a horrible bout with meningitis, ended up in a coma, gets out of the coma and is like, I've only got one life to live. There I really want to go arrow trekking. Mm-hmm. And John McAfee's nephew basically killed him because they, he took him on this flight. I guess you call it a flight. I don't know. And fucking like flew directly, got stuck in this box of death, which he shouldn't have been in, yeah. and flew directly into the side of a canyon. Well, Boom. the problem, too, is that somebody, Dead some so. kind of prankster had painted a tunnel on the side of the canyon. <laughs> no. Um, oh, they called it a rat trap. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that in my notes. <laughs> they call it a geological rat trap. Well, as you can predict, uh, a lawsuit emerges. Mm. And as the years roll by, more and more lawsuits actually start to follow our, uh, I don't want to call him a protagonist here, but he's not an antagonist either because he's not important. This fucking loser, Johnny, Johnny McAfee. And uh, so he starts doing, in 2008, uh, due to the Liz-caused financial crisis, uh, he starts going on on like national TV and being like, I've lost everything. I invested so much in property, and I've lost it all. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I used to have so much money, and now I've got nothing, nothing. I'm left with nothing. And he leaves to Belize. Important thing to note, 
More advice to our listeners. If you are a wealthy listener of Truanon and you move to a very small country, you are there for sex tourism. <laughs> I don't care if yeah. you're if you're like, oh, I love uh, Guam or like, you know, I well, technically not a country. Uh, you know, I love uh, New Guinea. I know why you're there. I could smell it. He was there for sex tourism, but he was also there because he moved all his assets to Belize in case he lost the lawsuit in the nephew's <laughs> aero trekking crash. Yeah, and that's 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 something important to remember with with McAfee is that he is a big believer in moving your money and your assets around too, yeah. and that is something that has followed him throughout his entire career of bullshit. So, I mean, at the point that he moves down there, he is sixty four years old, uh, and he is. Claiming to be sober, uh, that is, turns out not to be the case whatsoever. Uh, And, you know, it's it's sort of like a, uh, it's not, you know, it's not like expats never move to Belize. And certainly there's a lot of tourism there, but he's really a big fish in a small pond there. The thing that's so fucking annoying about all of this is that, okay, so you mentioned that he goes on all these news networks and it's like, oh, I have no money. I've had to sell everything. Oh my God, I lost everything in the crash. Again, we're calling Rongo Faco on that. Mm, Lie. But also, once he gets down to Belize, and we'll get into his new scam in a second that he gets into here. Well, there's a couple. But he like fucking, the press is like all over him again with all these insane puff pieces. Like, oh, and this is like where the kind of image that all these people I think still have of this guy, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just like a crazy bad boy millionaire out in the jungle, maybe doing drugs, maybe not, maybe running guns, maybe not, maybe yeah. dangerous, maybe not. no, like it's crazy. It is so crazy. The puff press that this guy got down there. Like I read, there was like a fast company profile that yeah, said I read he. That too radiates the vitality of a rich man who thinks about more than money. It's just yeah. like fucking disgusting. He thinks about like teenage prostitutes. I think that's actually mostly even more than money seems to be what he thinks about. For decades, McAfee was a hard partying ne'er-do-well playboy entrepreneur, a self-described trickster and bullshit artist who'd spent the majority of his adult life gadding about and having fun. That's all in the past now. Or so he would have me believe. Like, don't you just want to fucking, like, barf into his skull after you've ripped off his face and, like, shoved it into a fucking gutter? First of all, Jesus Christ, Liz. Uh, (laughs) I hate this guy. I fucking hate this guy. But second, uh, when, when, when you actually read that quote, I was just imagining you saying my name. That's the whole fucking point. Because, no, because I want to be known as the trickster. Oh, my God. No, the... Uh. Yes, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And 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 he like the the weird thing with with McAfee's time in Belize is that was when he sort of starts to become cuz like you know, all right, to back up a little bit, you know, we we did not go over the fact that he did become a yogi after he sold uh he sold Rich guys McAfee. always become a yogi. No, but 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 he was trying out this sort of thing that was in vogue at the time and he was sort of trying to buy his way into it, fake it till he made it. He did not make it, you know. He mm. wrote a bunch of yoga books. He did right. not become, he was you know, trying this to goof perfect it. master. That was like when Sting was doing all the like tantric sex and like it was very like everyone was very into India at the time. Yeah. It's like the late 90s. I've done a ton of tantric shit. Non non sexually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. I didn't really know how to finish that. <laughs> well, um, it's tantric. You don't finish. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Fair enough. You walk the left-hand path. So, But, you know, he, he and he goes down to Belize and he's like, okay, I'm going to reinvent myself as this kind of like adventurer in the jungle. You know, uh, I'm with, you know, I'm with the savages because it's obvious that like, you know, for all of what McAfee talks about, how he loves black women and all this kind of shit, like there is such a fucking like patronizing air from him with with all of his him and his little brown brothers down there. oh yeah and he uses the shit out of them i mean you you don't really respect the people if you're going there and then having sex with their teenage girls for money yeah um and so he starts like you know getting all these armed security around him he starts uh, you know uh, trying to make it seem like he's this big gun runner and drug manufacturer it all seems to be a little bit of bullshit, but he does fake it enough until he makes it enough, if that makes any sense. Like, he, he surrounds himself with so much of this that eventually trouble comes and finds him. Well, he, yeah, I mean, he, like, basically starts terrorizing the local town, too. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 true. Really swinging his dick around. Yeah, um, it's, like, uh, very unclear. I mean, it seems like he broke in to somebody's house at one point, just to, like, scare them. Yeah. Uh, he buys off the what he kind of calls the local police. I, I mean, I don't know. He, he buys them off and is basically, like, arming them with guns that mm-hmm. he's, like, moving from somewhere else or buying from somewhere else. Um, like, the people in the town don't know what to do with him. They're, they're like, this dude just, like, literally, I, I read a quote that was, like, this dude just showed up and told us what to do. And we're like, who are you? Yes. Like he just is like, just declares himself like kind of like mayor of the town, even though the town already has a mayor or the island has a mayor. And it's like, yeah, like you said, swinging his dick around. Uh, It's like awful. And he he starts bringing all these armed guards around him too. I mean, in in addition to the police who, like you mentioned, he's paid off. You know, he just has like a ton of, uh, you know, the sort of the local hoodlums that he hires as his security. Uh, Eventually, there is some sort of conflict with another local hoodlum uh, who he has killed and then Mm -hmm. hires all that guy's friends so they won't take revenge on him. But he becomes obsessed with this, like, town nearby that, like, his whole thing about it is that, like, I think it was his, like, teenage girlfriend at the time who told him about it. And his whole thing is, like, this is, like, the secret lair of all the cartels and drug traffickers. He thinks it's, like, this nexus of, like, world drug trafficking. And it's, like, his job to, like, get in there and, like, clean it up and rid everyone. By the way, the man is, like doing a shit ton of drugs at this point yes yeah yeah he's just like increasingly paranoid and crazy and he's got this woman uh living living on his compound too um yeah so she's a scientist a biologist yeah and like you know by by you know her credentials it looks like a a real one yeah she's Uh, from harvard yeah 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 and he was he was having her it's very unclear to me. Uh, and even after reading about it, I'm still not really sure what was going on there. So, but he was trying to invent antibiotics. Yeah. So the man can't get away from antivirals. Mm-hmm. That's a little joke. I know. Bug chaser. Um, yeah. So he becomes obsessed with this idea that he says Infectious bacteria only become dangerous when they multiply to a certain concentration. This is called quorum sensing, which is when they then shift into pathogenic mode. 
The signal that modulates this response is some kind of chemical pheromone. So his idea is, what if there's a drug that blocks that action so the bacteria can't multiply, which means they can't be dangerous? And then the whole idea is that if you're blocking them at that initial point of multiplication and no bacteria are getting killed in the process, then there's no accelerated evolution that comes with antibiotic resistance. And so this is like an actual field. I mean, it is real, I I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's like, I think it's very, very experimental, we'll say. Mm -hmm. But um, he says that he finds all these plants in Belize that satisfy like these requirements and have these like magical medicinal properties. What a coincidence. I know. He builds this like complex of greenhouses to incubate a bunch of those plants. That doesn't work because they're too delicate. So then he buys 22 acres of jungle and he hires all these like local guys to clear out the undergrowth growth and like plant all these plants and that doesn't work. Uh he like bribes a ton of fucking people to make this happen and has you know, from all accounts, like you said, a bunch of really horrible, disparaging things to say about third world countries and the people that live there. Well, I mean, speaking of fucking horrible things he does to people who work for him too, like, uh, you know, with, with, with the woman from Harvard that he hired, uh, she came to him after she had said that she wanted to leave. She wanted to go home. He was making her really uncomfortable. Uh, she had a headache. She asked him if he had anything for it. Um, he gave her a couple pills and a glass of orange juice. She passed out, and he woke up with him standing naked over her. So he raped her. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, I'm sure not the only time that he did that. Uh, you know, that seems like something he uh, probably had cooked up if he was ready on the trigger that quickly. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he raped her. And at this so at this point, you know, he's raped a girl and murdered somebody and essentially allowed and slash caused the death of two people, two other people. And this isn't what any of the journalism says. What the journalism says about him is, can McAfee do for human health what he'd done for computers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at this time, he's still sort of trying to 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 market himself as like an out of, you know, this, this kind of eccentric millionaire scientist type guy. Um, that does change as time goes on, because it becomes more and more obvious that McAfee is fucked up out of his mind. Uh, there is a some kind of a raid on his house where mm-hmm. they were searching for, uh, I think the federal police in Belize were searching for drugs and weapons. I think they only ended up getting a couple of guns out of there. Um, yeah, a bunch of his security guys got thrown in prison for that, by the way. Yes, and, and I think at this point, you know... Uh, McAfee and bath salts is what? a bath salts. I haven't heard that in years. <laughs> um, do you remember those? I feel like bath salts fell. I off. was really just thinking, wow, that takes me back to like 2013. Yeah, well, I mean that was that was big back then. Um, and what was the that idea? Was, what is a bath salt? It's fake weed, or is that a, a different no, thing? No, that's something else. Um, that's I can't I think that's spice. I don't know. I was never uh, research chemicals. Let me tell you, baby, that's, I only like the natural shit. Heroin, cocaine, that shit, it comes from Mother Nature, Gaia, the brown earth of the world. You can run your hands into it, feel the moistness of it. From the mountains of Afghanistan, 
to the interior uh, compartments of a C-130 transport plane <laughs> to my hand. I mean, it's just a natural process. Mm-hmm. No, uh, he. that was like the era when people really started fucking with like shit that was called like C-123B. Yeah. Remember Crocodile? That's crocodile is totally different. Was this fake? Crocodile? No, no, no. It's not fake, but it's not. A, I would. That's like. That's like the Russian death drug, right? Yeah, yeah. That because research chemicals are like you know it's you kind of you make it in a lab or something like a lab, you know, and it's it's crocodile is like you put like Windex into like fermented shit and then you inject it. Like crocodile is like one step above Jenkum. Um <laughs> Above what? Jenkum. What's it doesn't that? matter. It, I can tell you afterwards. It's nothing. Um, but we did it together at the knockout in 2010. I can't believe you don't remember that. So, you know, he starts getting, I mean, everyone remembers all the stories like, oh, the guy ate the guy's face. He was on bath salts. That guy was not on bath salts, by the way. That was anti-bath salts propaganda. Really? But, yeah. Yeah. He was just on weed, which is the devil's drug. Weed sucks. It should be not only illegal, but it should be punishable by death to use. Wait, 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 wait. What? Can we pause for a second? Yeah. Wait, was he really not on Bethel? Yeah, I was just high on weed. No way, really? Yes. We should do a fucking season about that. That's what our pivot is. Hey, weed? No, pivot, the truth about bath salts. Well, okay, yeah, they're not bad. Like, they seem to be, I mean... I don't know, they seem pretty crazy. See, this is why, you know, we need to investigate. Liz, this. but people say that about all sorts of shit, right? Like, you know, at first... Uh, I'm trying to think of what else seemed crazy at first. Uh, at first, two guys getting married seemed crazy. Um, at first, you know who else seemed crazy? Jesus Christ seemed a little kooky to some people at first. To Jews. All right, let's just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, so uh, it, bath salts, you know, they were big back then. And I- I'll be real. As somebody who did a lot of drugs, bath salts, not my thing. I'm trying to have a consistent experience with getting high and, and bath salt seems like too many fucking too variables volatile. going on there. Too volatile for me. The markets, it's too topsy turvy. Um, he did not agree on this. And actually there are posts of somebody saying that they're McAfee and I'm inclined to agree it on bluelight.com, which every time I mention blue light on an episode, there's like three guys who comment like, yeah, blue light brother. <laughs> Uh, Blue Light was a big drug, I mean, maybe still is, a big drug message board that I used to look for advice on how to do heroin better on. Mm. Um, and most of it was just drink grapefruit juice. So I drank grapefruit juice constantly for like four years. Did that work? I don't know. I was on heroin. Um, but, uh, but, you know, he gets really into this shit and he's like, it makes you fucking horny, like... And, and from the accounts of the prostitutes that he paid to sleep with him and do other stuff with him in Belize, it seems like it did kind of work. I mean, there is testimony from them, whether that's testimony paid for by McAfee or not, who knows, that said he liked to have sex for like, you know, days at a time. There's also famously in the Showtime documentary, a uh, young girl saying that she used to lie in a hammock with a hole cut in the bottom of it and shit into his mouth. So he's a coprophiliac. I actually spent quite a bit of time yesterday seeing if eating shit can drive you insane, like kind of like a mad cow type thing. Apparently, actually, eating shit isn't that bad for you. Oh, my God. Your own shit. Well, hold on, actually. No, because the, the thing I read about it was about eating your own shit. Eating someone else's shit might be pretty bad for you because if you eat your own shit, it's like all of your own, like 
you know, all right, we are little... not. Let's we're not doing a podcast about that. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, so it's jury's out on that. But uh, but it, I mean, you got to be pretty freaking twisted to have a little butthole pooping shit in your mouth from a goddamn hammock. And uh, and you know, the guy, his real reputation as a sex crazed, gun toting drug freak is coming to its own. And there's all these articles about like McAfee's so wild. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So he, I mean, he flees Belize, ends up in Guatemala. Well, and wait, why does he flee Belize, Liz? <laughs> oh, cause he killed a guy. Yes. He killed Greg fall in 2012. Yeah. yeah. He like turned up dead. He had taser marks all over his body, gunshot wound to the head. Uh, and McAfee flees to Guatemala basically right after that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously he is a person of interest. And I remember this happening. I remember when this happened at the time, there was all these interviews with him. He's like, oh, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I'm being framed by the police in Belize. He had all these kind of like excuses and conspiracy theories. And, you know, he he would be shut up in a prison forever, all this kind of stuff. And so he flees to Guatemala. But like the publicity hound he is, he alerts friends of the show, Vice News, Mm. who... I will take McAfee's side on this. Vice gets him busted in a journalist faux pas because they uh, they take a, a he, obviously he 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 sneaks into Guatemala. They take a picture of him with an iPhone and then just upload it to the article. With that, the metadata data. Mm. I don't know how to pronounce data. The metadata from the picture leads uh, the U.S. government and the Guatemalan police right to McAfee. He is arrested for entering the country illegally. That's and then crazy. He, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I, so, that's, okay. That's crazy. A couple. Th- I mean, yeah. All right. Don't so. post photos of your friends on the Internet, people. Well, Maybe don't let vice reporters take a picture of you. Mm. But uh, so. Well, now thing- <laughs> everyone's a vice reporter. Thanks to social media. Damn. So McAfee, all right, you got to give him props for entering Central America illegally. Um, but uh, speak of the CIA, but uh, he he does he's going to get extradited to Belize until he does something that, again, a little advice for our listeners always works. He fakes a heart attack. Easiest <laughs> thing in the world to fake. Just clutch your heart and go, oh, oh, I'm having oh a God, heart Brace, attack. Grace, are you OK? You having a heart no, attack? No, wait, ser- actually, seriously. I think doing that actually really kind of fucks something up. Are you okay? Can we, can we hold on for a sec? No, I'm serious. Fuck. All right. I thought that would work. Um, nah, you're just playing. So, you know, I'm just playing. I'm the trickster. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm just I playing. Hate this voice. You, I know, hate this. <laughs> you know, you uh, know. So he fakes a heart attack. So he is in a Guatemalan hospital. News of his appeal going through comes in and he sits bolt upright in bed is like, uh, I'm good now. Take me back to prison. Because <laughs> he knew if he if he got if the appeal went through, he would be stuck in jail in Guatemala for like 15 years. The Guatemalans didn't want that fucking headache on their hands. So they let him it let him go. They kick his ass out to America, and then he spends the next several years shilling for every goddamn shit coin that's ever been shit out. Well, I guess he would like that kind of thing. Yeah, but he starts doing all this, you know, like we were talking about at the top of the episode. He's a fucking scam artist. You know, he's like taking money for tweets. He's like going on, he's getting tattoos Mm. of fucking coins. And he becomes like an expert on like cybersecurity and all this other kind of stuff. It's all fake. 
Dude, they asked him. They, he, they, oh my God. He ended up in like all the news cycles during the San Bernardino shooting because he's like, oh, I could hack into the iPhone if the feds won't do it. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you, no can't. you can't. First of all, you don't know anything about Max. Yeah. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, no, you can't. They're actually pronounced Mix. <laughs> also, he runs for the fucking president. <laughs> yeah 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 in 2016 he tries to run for president on the libertarian ticket and he's like it's actually pretty funny because if he goes through all these phases like i'm saying where it's like he's like crazy wacko like ne'er-do-well playboy jungle drugo and then he's like totally like oh actually uh i'm a ceo for this startup in virginia he was and i think i'm gonna run for president because i've got some serious concerns about the direction of this country and the fucking press is like we should listen to this guy. I think he's got some ideas. Well, I, I, I don't know. I think he's still treated really as like an audit because his whole thing with this presidential run is that he was, I mean, <laughs> fair enough for a guy being so concerned about SEC in, uh, investigations that he's like, uh, we actually need to abolish uh, the government <laughs> and oh, yeah. all he's, federal agencies. He's like, you know, no taxation. Yeah, yeah. And he's being, you know, he's being hounded all this stuff. I mean, he's just sort of seen as this like kind of goofy guy, basically. I mean, it, he, there's this air of danger and mystique about him, you know, because he killed several people and raped a woman, etc. Um, but the Showtime documentary even like makes it seem, I think he makes it seem cool. And like, he's not a cool guy. Like this dude straight up murdered several people. Well, two people at least. Um, He's also disgusting. And then he goes on the, I mean, I don't fucking, you know, like the, the guy gets more and more insane. He gets married to this lady, Janice. He fucking goes on Janice. Janice. Yeah. Uh, Who, you know, I honestly kind of a come up for Janice, like respect for her. She's about to get paid probably a lot of, well, um, she's trying to make that happen with the second autopsy, which we'll talk about. Yeah, but she's trying to she's trying to get some uh, some coins she cannot cash out of. I'm sure yeah. she needs uh, to keep getting schlacked. But they go on a you know very publicized boat trip with guns in tow. They go to Cuba for a sec. I think they go to some other fucking. It's all over social media. He can't stop posting on Twitter. It's, the little it, puppies, little sickos, loving it, taking their slop. He's always saying like, "Oh, I'm uh, all the podcast." I listened to a lot of interviews with McAfee past few days, and he's like, mm-hmm. "I'm here in a uh, you know a Faraday cage. It's like a whole room, nothing get in and out of. It's like no one can ever know where I am." Blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, fucking right, brother. Who can, who wants to know where you are besides the fucking the IRS? IRS you know, and so. That's really when he becomes the new phase of like McAfee is like sort of like an anti-intelligence, you know, and he's, he talks a lot about the CIA and this kind of stuff. Like, okay, great, fine. Yeah. But like, you're not being hunted by them, brother. Like, Well, he sees an opportunity with the Epstein thing. He like weasels his way into like being somehow part of this narrative. Yeah. Uh, he has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm sorry. It's like, uh. I mean, listen, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Brothers and sisters, I would love it if that was the case. I mean, I wouldn't love it, but, you know, I'd like it if that was the case. But there's nothing here. Well, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if people think that, like, oh, he worked at Lockheed and Booze, and they got him to infect every computer with, like, but first of all, the government doesn't need to do that. They built the internet. Yeah. Also, they own I, it. They already own all of it. I think people just have this vague idea that he just kept saying the CIA is going to kill me, the government's going to kill me. Yeah, All we used to call people that, they, that say that crazy, and now everyone's like, hey, listen to this guy. Yeah, yeah, because, the, the, listen, if the government was going to kill him, um, 
well, he's 75 years old. Just give him bad drugs. <laughs> like, don't, why would you wait until he's in jail to hang? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, he owes something like $23 million in taxes and he's doing the same exact thing that he did in, in, in 08 is where he has everything else in other people's names, money, money tied up in a bunch of assets. A lot of it's in cryptocurrency. You know, I, again, I listen to him on a bunch of crypto podcasts, which by the way, if you want to hear words mispronounced, that is the place to go. Don't even look at me, brother. Uh, but he, you know, he talked about, oh, I know who Satoshi is. Here's the thing. I also know who Satoshi yeah, is. Yeah, me too. It's Satoshi. It's Satoshi. The guy, it's literally the guy's name. Yeah. Yeah. And he is a Japanese man named Satoshi who lives at 1147 <laughs> Bellevue in Los Angeles, California. But... You know, it's, 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 he's trying to make it sexier than it is. And I get it. You know, you owe the government a lot of money. You don't want to get busted. I don't think people should pay taxes. Uh, you know, I, the, I think we should end the Fed. Absolutely. But, uh, but he's trying to make it seem like it's something it's not. And he's trying to add this air of mystique around it. So when he eventually does get arrested, he, try, you know, it might become like a political issue. The thing is, when McAfee gets arrested, nobody really gives a fuck. Like there yeah. isn't a huge outcry. Also the same thing with his suicide. It was like, I just came and went. Yeah. It was like a couple days, really a day of people going like, oh, McAfee's dead. Like QAnon, blah, blah. Like he said the government was going to kill him. It's like, but then that's not true. No. Look at his scumbag. He's a pathetic, sad old man who had teenage girls shit in his mouth, raped a woman, ended like human beings lives for no reason, uh, and then hanged himself at 75 years old. Because he's a coward. Okay, not paying taxes is actually super brave. So listeners, if you think that there is a big conspiracy with McAfee's death, go ahead, figure it out. I don't care. Yeah, just here. Call Brace and let him know what you think. His number is... That's not true. 41... I know. I don't... First of all, I don't have a phone number. I've been on the run for 17 minutes. (laughs) What? With... (laughs) Yes. Uh... You guys haven't noticed it because I've turned the camera off, but I've been in a moving vehicle covered in Faraday-type material this entire time, in a tunnel, with several of my mentees with me. <laughs> and la- hold on. I've been getting a lot of flack about my oh. mentorship program. <laughs> a lot of people being like, what's the deal with your mentorship program? How can you blur out everybody's faces? <laughs> How come how come the the form to apply ask so many weird questions? Mm-hmm. None of your business. I'm living my own life. Sign up for the program, find out. Yeah. Uh speaking of signing up for the program, a couple of couple addendums. Uh Liz and I were looking at uh John McAfee NFT.com earlier. Oh my god. Oh god, he's so okay. Get this. This the the man was such a like huckster and scammer and like broke con artist that he ended up selling his life rights like not that long ago which by the way i never did yeah i want to make know. that clear we know you mentioned never it. did i mean i haven't either that's not a normal thing to do I, I i know but i did get them from you no you don't have them 
Okay, literally. No one even knows anything about my life. Uh, Can't by the rights you don't know anything about. Let me do my Liz impression. I actually signed that with an X, which is legal. What the fuck voice is that? I'm trying to do a vocal fry, but I just, I guess, sound like a guy when I do that. Can I, you combine that with my female type accent? (sighs) No more accents, okay? We're done with accents for this episode. Stop it. No more accents. (laughs) I see what you're trying to do. No more accents. I said, no more accents. Just nod. No problem. Partner. <laughs> um, the website is of the so the guys that bought the life rights mm-hmm. are selling them selling his life, which are basically like vlogs, but they're selling them as NFTs. Yes, uh, just so fucking stupid. Everything about this man and everything that but like none of them everything around it is so stupid. No, someone bid two dollars. I saw. All the other ones I saw, there was, I think, a bid for like 0.16 cents or something on one. I mean, they're not selling. They're not going to sell. But you know what? That's why, look, he made out like a bandit because he already sold his rights. He got paid up front. If there's one final thing I need our listeners to to understand from this episode, never trust a cokehead ever. Never trust them to tell you the truth. They'll never tell the truth. Never tell the truth. Never trust... A guy who believes in computer viruses because they're mm. also lying to you. Yeah. Or computers for that matter. Yes. Never trust an amateur pilot. Oh, or a helicopter. Oof. Never. never step foot in a helicopter. Remember that. Never step foot in a helicopter. Never trust a shit eater. I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah. Well, you know, you'd be surprised in today's kinky, freaky world. Uh, and never trust a guy who moves to a country that has uh, maybe not so robust of a uh, judicial system when it comes to uh, prosecuting child prostitution. My name is Brace. I'm Liz. My name, my name is Young Chomsky. <laughs> can I ask a picture? No more accents, Brace. No more accents. The podcast is called The True and On. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein.